You want to go ahead and talk? <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. TheWordBros.com. Jimmy Jones knows where this is going already, and it's not good. Oh no! Well, I'm in the 40s. They didn't. Oh, look fucking, at you! Look at you! You've got they your didn't little fucking curse. Well, so. he's, well, he's got his little popper thing on there. Your little, you're so technically advanced now with your podcasting and sound. Look at that! Listen, the second you start doing Twitch streams all the time, you you have to level up your game. So. I mean, I've been, I was in radio for a long time. I've been podcasting for a long time. I've never used one of those things. I think they're the biggest crock of shit in the whole wide world. Like what's, what's the purpose of the little thingy in front of the microphone? Like, what is it supposed to do? You know what, you know what it's supposed to do is, is to, uh, is to dampen those plosives, Um, but you, you, a trained professional, yeah, shouldn't, I know how to do it. Shouldn't be using those plosives anyway. Yeah, That's you shouldn't the thing. Be... Yeah, you shouldn't be popping your peas. Yeah, you never pop your peas. I always tell everybody, I tell kids at school, like, don't pop your peas. That's, like, that's what are the you, thing. What are you talking about? So that's It's just there for popping peas? Yeah. Get that's out of it? Here. But I think peas. so. Um, I don't really know. I bought this mic and it, it came with it. So oh, so they come there. with them now. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So what kind of microphone do you have? Do you have like a, is it like one of them fancy ones? Hey, no, hold it not up. really. Hold it up. Let me see it. I'm surprised it doesn't look like an old crooner mic. It kind of does. Look, this motherfucker's getting ready to sing some yeah, Sinatra okay. and not, shit on there. It's not a bad looking mic. He had to get one from oh. his time period. It was it was <laughs> on sale when I was looking for mics and it had good reviews. Uh-huh. And so I've I've just been using that for the last year. All right. Um, for those of you who don't know that sweet nasally tone, that is Jamie Jones. He is <laughs> he is live on Crowdfunder right now. That's C-R-O-W-D-F-U-N-D-R. That is Crowdfunder, and he is live right now with the Temple of Eternal Life, the new baboon tale. Jamie, Jamie, this is a really good-looking book. The video is hilarious. I really enjoy it. Kevin, have you seen the video yet? I have not. Let's look, should we watch Here, the video? I, I can turn it on. I think I can share screens, too. Let me okay. see if I can. It's me, me maybe, in my most manic. Dude, um, I I text Jamie after watching it. It's like, when did you start doing cocaine? Like, it was <laughs> he's all over the place. Like, it's bonker. It's batshit crazy, and it's much fun. Here you go, ready? Let's let's. All right, they used they used it med- medicinally back in J- Jamie's day. Here, can that's you right, hear? That's right. All right, my name is Jamie Jones. I'm a cartoonist, and for the last few years, I've been working on my pulp action adventure comic, The Baboon. And it's time for more, baby. So what started off as my look, love... Look at him. Like, he's totally <laughs> nuts. Like, his face is all in the camera. You've gone mad. It was like that time you and Jamie Jones ate a whole peanut butter cake at Heroes. That looks yeah. like that, Jamie Jones. <laughs> all right, let's keep going. Letter to Pulp Action Adventure Comics. Stuff like The Spirits, Terry and the Pirates, Buzz Sawyer has turned into something that I can't <gasps> stop thinking about. The Temple of... You're so high. Like, are you re- Are you on drugs? Like, are you on drugs? No, I th- I originally I shot that the whole video once and it was so dead. It was, just had no life in it. I was so tired. I, I may have been nursing a hangover when I was trying to do it. 
And then I, so I shot the whole thing and then started editing it. And I went, this is bad. And I shot the whole thing in maybe 20 minutes. This, this video that you see now was shot in about 20 minutes and then edited over a day just to, I, I was just like, oh, I don't know what to do. And so I, I think I overcompensated is the next in the ongoing adventures of the baboon and crew, a full color, 94 page standalone. You don't have to have read anything before this hardcover book. Oh, okay. It's coming to your door. He says, well, let's take it down a notch. This is my best book. This is me realizing and I pride myself on making. Now, hang on. Now, what's this? I like that we're doing a commentary for your video. Wait, wait. What I think yeah, yeah. the best part of yeah, this, this is, is this he looks like that. Commentary. He, he this looks is me realizing how crazy I sounded. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then trying to like bring down the energy. But when you're, but the thing is, it's like you're the drunk guy who goes like, I know I'm really drunk right now, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to slow this trade down a minute. And so, like, you just it makes yeah. it makes you sound actually more insane when you go like, "All right, I'm gonna bring this down." Now. Like, yeah. I like I hold on a second. I like the fact that that he is coming off as like this crazed like archaeologist professor, like that's telling you about the baboon's temple. He's like, yeah. "Oh no, God, I can't stop thinking about these comics that are in this temple." And it's real, real Milo Thatch. <laughs> In, in that the first scene of Atlantis, that's that's pretty I'm much that, just the I'm, way. I, and I'm also getting that um, History Channel aliens guy vibe. Yeah, that's you know, dude, all, yeah. all the same, all, these are all things Comics. in my purview, right? You're doing you go a real one way or another. One one point to the left, I'm Milo. One point to the right, I'm I'm aliens. All right, here, let's listen to more. That is accessible and enjoyable for the whole family. Uh, I'm not. Really I would not buy comics for my kids from this guy. Not at all. Like never in a million years. Like this is something your kids can read. Like, are you fucking kidding me? The crazy guy with the bow tie is trying to sell. Get the fuck away from my children, you lunatic! Sing it with fart jokes for the kids, or peppering in some innuendos for the adults. It should be enjoyed equally by both parties. So here's the thing. The here's the question. I've got a question. That's my favorite line. No, no, that's my favorite line of the whole thing. It should be enjoyed equally by Whoa. both parties. It makes it sound like you're you're one of those old 40s movies guys <laughs> talking about like oral sex. You know, and like you're you're trying to explain the joys of oral sex to people in the 40s. It should be enjoyed equally by both parties. Oh, thank you, <laughs> Professor Kinsey. <laughs> <laughs> If that's the mark I leave on this world, <laughs> so be it. It's the mustache. It's like it's like a '40s porno stash. I like. I gotta tell I you like, though, I like the mustache there. I like. I like can it I, a little more handlebars. You, you got a little more handlebars going. Go ahead, tell us the story. We'll pause this and we'll come back to our commentary in a second. I'm sure. Can it's I? Funny. Can I tell you why I have a mustache? <laughs> of course, please. I woke up one day uh, from a dream. I had a dream that Mike Babiglia, the uh, comedian Mike Babiglia. Okay was in it i was in a dream and he was in a dream and he uh told me that he liked my beard to mustache ratio and in the dream i said oh thanks it's a seven on the mustache it's a three on the beard and he said <laughs> keep it it looks great and i did <laughs> all right all right all right so you you have dreams about your facial hair all right he had a dream done. that we would fund metal shark bro so, so i mean dreams become reality so let's see if you're interested in you want to get in on 
go ahead and pre-order. That's how I'm treating it, kind of more mentally for myself. It's a pre-order for the book. So thank you for backing. Uh, the support for the baboon over the last few years has been really amazing. And I the, the support for the baboon over the past few years has been really That's amazing. a great pause right there. Look at and that pause viewers, And viewers like you. Right? <laughs> you'll, you'll get a, if you back the baboon, you'll get a free tote bag. And listen, if and I Jamie could get Jones, tote bags as a reward, and Jamie, <laughs> Jones, Jamie Jones illustrated guide to oral sex <laughs> for both parties. <laughs> so now, that's a reward sincerely. I think you should offer. Thank you. I'm real excited for the future. <laughs> yep. You gotta it's bring a, it home. It's a really good it's video. It's I mean, good. it's a it's a really good video. I saw it and I was like. Wow, that's really good. Because I get, because we know you and we know how much you love the baboon and you love those comics that you're talking about. So to see you in this manic state, like you hadn't slept in weeks because you've been drawing frantically like a lunatic, really kind of hit home for me. Good, good, good. I'm glad that it hit home for you. <laughs> that's a good thing. Right? He, felt, he felt sorry for you. That's why you backed. So that's what happened. Like, I haven't backed yet. Jamie Jones wants gotta, to get some sleep. I got to put it on my car, credit card information because I don't have. So this is this has been the main problem I've had with Crowdfunder. Is okay. People have to re-put in their credit card information. <laughs> and I'm just so lazy because yeah. I don't know where my wallet is. No, like, I, I know, that, I know. Now I have to find my wallet and then I got to go trouncing around upstairs. And by the time I get back upstairs, I need to do other things like make dinner or, you know, help my son with his homework. So then it, 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 I get emails from Crowdfunder going, don't you want to back Jamie Jones's book? And I'm like, yes, I got to yes. do that. Where's my wallet? And then I go off on this quest and I forget all about it. That's, that is, uh, like, I love Crowdfunder as a site. I think they, they are doing really, really great things. And I think uh, the trans, but the transition over from, and I, I've been saying this, from Kleenex to Puffs is a hard transition to, to get for people. And one of the yeah. biggest hangups is, you know, you run, I've run how many, six Kickstarters? Uh, in the past, and it's it's easy for people to back something. Oh yeah, their, their credit card there. information's already yeah, put they're in. already there. Like yeah. they can just go, okay, back. Mm -hmm. um, but so bringing people over to a newer site is difficult. So then, um, why leave? So then, why? Let me ask the tough question. Then why leave? I like the way you can set up Crowdfunder, and it it has solved a lot of problems I've been having with Kickstarter since the beginning. Just like little things. Like the uh, shipping cost is collected in a separate, a separate reciprocal, so okay. it doesn't count on to like the nine thousand dollars that I'm trying to raise. Right, it goes into another thing. I may have shot myself into in a, in the foot too, because I calculated uh, for shipping cost in that type final goal, because I'm so used to Kickstarter, but I like I that about, like, but I, but I like that about Kickstarter because, um, you do calculate shipping. Okay. I'm going to need this amount for shipping. Then you just put it in and it's done. Like it's taken care of. Well, they collect, they collect shipping at the same time. You are putting that all in there, but it doesn't count to the final goal your tally. Of, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't count to your tally. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can make the goal smaller and more achievable um, and it's not conflated with shipping to Canada, which is 30 extra bucks, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's, so that 30 bucks to shipping to Canada isn't calculated into the final goal. 
and that's uh, I and, and that's a problem I've had with Kickstarter just since the beginning. Okay. Uh, I have I have Hungarian audience, which is a really weird thing. Well, listen, Jamie Jones, big and hungry. That should be on your fucking business card. <laughs> that, that, that should be the that next should be album. on your con banner. Jamie yeah. Jones, big and hungry. Big and hungry. <laughs> um, and, and now, when you say guys, big, now when you now when you say big, what do you mean? Like, how, what's your what's the size? Uh, now roughly? I never said big. I said I had a Hungarian okay. audience. So then, what's the what's the size of your Hungarian audience? And like more than five? Yeah. Like five, we give five rubles. Like we give five rubles like for the Jamie right? Jones comic. Bob Franz, we give five rubles. Five rubles for the Jamie Jones comic. Yeah. And and a radish. And but here's the thing: like they're super support. Like they will back the book and they like write reviews in Hungarian. It's really? Jamie, jo- Jamie yeah. Jones loves bullshit. Send me one of the. I want to see the baboon reviewed in Hungarian. That would be so. Awesome. I was talking to them about translating it. Like, what it, weird... it's a hungarian yeah yeah weird things just okay you you already left tampa to go to savannah leave savannah and go to hungary and just move there jimmy jones we I... pay you for this book <laughs> five think... turnips in one goat <laughs> uh, that hey in, in hungary that might work you'd be, um, a, you'd be a very rich man <laughs> i i have often thought that i should just leave the country and go to europe and make european comics but that's it why and, not? What, and, what, and what stops, convincing him to do that? <laughs> what stops you from doing that? From being like you know a big still like Jerry? You could be the Jerry Lewis of of comics in France or something. I, I don't I don't know what stopped me. I maybe hey you know what? <laughs> See ya. I'm booking the. I mean, <laughs> he's leaving on a jet plane. You'll never see me again. No, and Jamie Jones will be back unless we go to Hungary, and then your face will be all over billboards. It'll be like Hungary. accordion It's a statue of Jamie Jones. It's like, and he's like toasting you with vodka and goat milk. <laughs> that sounds great. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, so you left Kickstarter and you're on Crowdfunder. You're enjoying the Crowdfunder experience. My fear for you is your book is so good. And you know that we're big fans of yours. Like we love you. Like we, we love, love Jamie we, Jones. We love your work. Uh, we, we love you. We love you as a human being. My fear for you is that you're not going to get your audience because they're not going to put their credit card information in and get this book. So then, like, what do you do then? Like, do you just go back to Kickstarter with your tail between your legs like a jilted lover returning to an ex? Or do you? I don't think so. Uh, Yeah, I've actually, I've been thinking about that a lot uh, recently. Um, And I think I do more stuff and then just do another crowdfunder. I think it's building up audience outside of both kickstarter and crowdfunder uh-huh. it's building up audience outside of that and uh-huh. i don't know what that looks like in terms of the second baboon book right because it's it is a 94 page book that is completely done yeah um and so like that's so the the kind of negative side of it is it is a finished product and do i just go on and make the next product um that's a that's a big possibility um switching do i abandon the baboon for a little bit do i go and do something uh that has more appeal maybe to to a uh a wider audience or would you be happy 
would you be happy doing something like that? Because I mean, I don't want to say that you left mainstream comics, but I mean, you've told us personally that you've walked away from gigs from friends at publishers to do your own thing. So it's like, you're kind of, you're kind of out there on that ledge already. Do you, do you walk further out or do you come back in? So, I mean, like, I mean, if you're going to do it on crowdfunder and fail, why not try to just bring it to Kickstarter to get the book out there so people can see it? And that that's, that's a possibility. I don't think that will happen by the end of this year. Right. Okay. Like I think I would have to relaunch in maybe February. Okay. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I think um, pushing stuff around, I really like just the crowdfunder model and I like what it is and I like what it can do. Um, and I think I would take the next few months and just build audience outside of kind of all social media, re, uh, building a website. That's something I need to do yeah. uh, that I just yeah. don't have. Um, and, and starting a daily comic strip on the website, building audience that's going directly to me. This is all things that I'm doing that I was planning on doing pre-launch of this campaign. But now seeing how the campaign is and seeing how other people have have really positioned their independent comics making right and i'm looking at guys like uh michelle fife and rich tomaso and matt allison these guys who are i think kind of the pinnacle of indie cartoonists single guys making comics right um how are they building an audience i've gotten better at social media in the last month trying to post stuff i've actually like spent a lot of time learning how to how, like what is uh interesting and what's going to garner more followers or more eyes onto onto the stuff i post um, yeah but as a part of that is doing it on a consistent basis like right. Kev- kevin and i like we talk incessantly about trying to stay on a crowdfunding platform more often trying to be on kickstarter two or three times a year three or four times a year just so you're kind of building your audiences with different projects like like social media and crowdfunding i've noticed it's not just shit you can pop on when you're ready to do something and then pop off when you're done you You know what i mean like constantly do gotta be fucking consistent all the time you know right and it's draining and it's and it's It's, daunting like the idea of trying to run a kickstarter every two or three months is just like fuck i gotta do this again you know but i mean if if you look at people and you look at a guy like caleb pimquist who we're gonna have on next week with his unicorn vampire hunter thing if you look at like charlie stickney and pat shand like those guys are always on the platform and they're they're, all and they're always making good product and they're always bringing in more people well, I think that's the biggest thing is there those uh, three that you've mentioned are all, always making something good. Yeah. Right. Like not, not only is well, you've it a got lot, that, but it's you've also got, good. But you've got that covered already. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It is different um, when you don't have uh, <clears throat> collaborators. Like it, I, I will say like having the two of you, and being able to launch things under either name is is super great. But I think uh, just even even when you're attacking crowdfunding on the internet, right? Even just 
promotional stuff, having two of you and then having the artist and then having uh, an editor is, is a huge, is a huge boon. Well, cause you got uh, four people doing it. Right. At different right. times. So it's always hitting the same thing all the time. Yeah. Cause it, uh, cause ours trended like the first day because we were yeah. all talking about, I didn't it, believe so. that. That was, I think that's a specific thing. I mean, for now that it's okay. we weren't, we weren't trending. We were trending on that guy's thing because I mean, once you take it, once you he follow, it. I'm just saying, cause I mean, okay. I see it's some a pat on the back and you're just, cause there's, if you look at my hand here, if you look at, if you look at Twitter, it says for you, I mean, yeah. Right? Degrees of tre- trending. Degrees of trending. Yeah, we're, not de- like, we're not trending like the Kardashians. I didn't mean, I mean like that. I mean, we're I've trending been doing, like... I've been doing squats, so I'm trying to get trend- that ass hot. Yeah, I mean... Right. Break the internet, Bobby. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do it, man. I mean, that's that's the next tier on the Kickstarter was to Bobby Bobby's OnlyFans. But like, you have to you have to work up to that. Like, yeah, it's, it just can't, We can't just put it up there, you know? You can't. And I, I have, and nobody cared, so I got... <laughs> I'm like, like you, Jamie, I got to put content out there every day. Um, So tell us... Uh, we know what the baboon is about because I've read the first one. Kevin's read the first one. I've read most of your baboon. I've got, I've got the second one too. Tell us what one. this second standalone book, the baboon and the temple of eternal life is called, right? This is the yeah. third one though, isn't yeah. it? This is technically like, cause I did the first baboon book. The Merchant of the Venice. Muscle of Menace. Uh, and then the I did and then, then the Merchant of Venice one with the vampire. The, uh, the baboon the, the, pink lemonade jamboree so okay. i did a crossover with pink lemonade that's two which which i just found out uh the baboon has a cameo in pink lemonade three which is cool that's um, that's on oni right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, was, I just had a conversation with nick the other day and he was like yeah just so you know that's still in there and i went oh great great so the baboon awesome. in pink lemonade um which is cool and then i did uh, skull of a king which was just a 32 page one shot uh, that was right when i moved to savannah i needed to i don't have that one so i don't have that one that's the one i don't have so far and then there's one about a vampire that you gave me one year which oh was yeah well i've done tons of mini comics yeah, okay. yeah. i've done like yeah. five mini comics at this point um so the temple of eternal life is the next i guess i've been calling it the second book the second big uh, book okay it's, it's the it's the, in the same format as the as the first one, uh, that hardcover yeah. format, um, and it is uh, well the baboon just as a, in general is the, my love letter to pulp action adventure comics of the forties and fifties, stuff like, I mean we talked about it on the uh, in that intro video, <laughs> stuff like the spirit tearing the pirates, uh, Buzz Sawyer, I, I link Johnny Quest and Brendan Fraser's The Mummy in in the two things as well um, those are those are very big influences to have some stuff. to have some hip modern references that the kids could get right yeah just some <laughs> yeah, the mummy the mummy by brendan fraser from the 90s yes hey brendan fraser's hot right now everybody loves him everyone loves brendan fraser um maybe i should start tweeting brendan fraser and being you know? like this is inspired please, by this please please brendan fraser back my kickstarter though. back my kickstarter brendan fraser um <laughs> anyway so it is, uh, it's very pulp action adventure-y, uh, made for all ages, um, you know, for, for all parties to enjoy. Yes. Um, mm. in, in, yeah, so that is the actual way that I, I write and try to tell these stories. Um, 
the book starts off with a mysterious hero-looking man named Jackson Cole who uh, finds, after months and months of searching for it, the famed Temple of Eternal Life, and he is looking for the gem of eternal life. And uh, he ends up kid there's through a series of events monkey bones uh the sidekick of the baboon gets kidnapped by jackson cole and these like mayan influenced ninjas oh nice and, oh, that's cool. yeah there's ninjas there's ninjas in the first 20 pages of the book i mean that that if that doesn't get you right there i don't know what will right there's ninjas in an art museum stealing ancient uh, temple stuff. That's uh, cool. And then there's also uh, another character named Ape Ellison, who is kind of my Tarzan meets Swamp Thing kind okay. of character. All right, that sounds um, cool. You know, he is he is the embodiment of tradition. Um, you know, kind of things that I'm very interested in. Yes. Yeah, he's like the embodiment of tradition and the protector of it, tradition. Um, and he is kind of the main antagonist to Jackson Cole's mission. And then the baboon gets wrapped up into this story. That sounds really fun, man. It's and, and like being like, we wrote the Dust Pirates. We, I love, and like Kevin is saying like the old school kind of pulp action East like bigger than life heroes and yada, yada, yada. Like we dig that shit. So this is right up our alley. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I'm really excited for you, Jamie. Like, I think this is a really great book. I want, you've got 16 days left to fund. Um, I want this thing to happen for you, man. Now we, we, we want to tell the audience about something cool that happened to Jamie though. What cool thing happened to you at heroes this year, man? Like, I think what? that's a thing that you should talk about on the podcast. Oh, we're talking about. Yeah. Better young. Yeah. Yeah, tell people about that. That was amazing, dude. That was I was, I was so happy that for was, you. Uh, that was insane. Um, yeah. So Scotty you should back. You, not only should you back Jamie's crowdfunder, but you should back it because because Scotty Young likes my art and is hanging on his wall in his studio. That's there really cool. cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did a, a a Popeye and olive oil painting for the Heroes Con, which is Jamie Jones all the way that's something that jamie would do it's not like out of character he didn't do it to like cater to an audience or anything that is a very jamie jones piece to, to cater to an audience who <laughs> that's what i mean that i did a lot of popeye and olive oil sketches at heroes con this year was insane um <laughs> but everyone was uh, they saw the painting that was being worked on and were like oh you can draw popeye draw popeye um <laughs> and that was really cool and then i put i put it up for auction and and uh scotty bought it which was super super cool and who saved it who said oh you who did saved yeah, I your didn't Popeye sketch. right that's right i so uh i needed a good editor and that editor was bobby to be like hey you forgot the uh the tattoos the the, the anchor, anchor tattoos yeah because oh, jamie brought it as over he's like what do you think and i was like dude it looks amazing but where are the anchors and he's like holy shit and right. he just left it to, I mean, yeah it was really cool man but like your art is so good and your your writing is is crisp and it's very familiar but not in like uh 
uh, a cliched way. Like you're doing things that that feel like it's it's it feels much, like pulp, but it's yeah, newer. Yeah, it's much like Indiana Jones with with you know all the stuff that George Lucas used but to do. But not the Crystal Indiana Skull Jones one because that nah, one was that garbage. One was but <laughs> it's just garbage. it's very familiar and it feels like a warm and kind of cuddly blanket. Uh, your stories. So I want people to get this book and I want people to back this book. The Baboon, the Temple of Eternal Life is live right now on Crowdfunder. Go to Crowdfunder, that's F-U-N-D-R.com and just search for Bowtie Press. There'll also be a link in the episode description for Jamie and the Baboon. Like, I want this to happen for you, homie. Yeah, it would it would be great. Um, that being said, I guess too, uh, the third book is just a collection of all the short stories that I've done for the past uh-huh. three years, and it's well over a hundred pages now, and it's ready to go to print. Um, that's so it's uh, it's crazy. Once this book is done, my plan was always to do a Kickstarter or crowdfunder or crowdfunding thing in. Uh, in February or March of next year. And whether that's this book again being launched or if it's the third uh, baboon book, that's, it's, it's, everything's kind of ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I don't want to put stuff out uh, in hopes that it happens. I want to just put stuff out and be like, hey, this is done. It's you done. Know, yeah. I've been working like, on this stuff for the last few years. I was going to ask how long did it take you to get all all that kind of uh, that that's a, a hefty amount of material. So how long did that take you roughly? Like the, was it just the collected? mini comic stuff? It's it's been I, I the first baboon <laughs> book came out three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some personal things happen. I, a COVID hit, and then I had some personal things happen, and I moved and all of this stuff. Um, and so I delayed. I was working on the second book during that, uh, during that time. Uh, I had started it right before personal things, personal life things happened. uh, And I was working on it in homes of friends, which was, well, that's always a weird place. You're not at my, wasn't at my desk. I wasn't actually working on something uh, consistently. And so I was able to just do mini comics and kind of short form stuff. And that built up a lot more than I thought it was going to. Um, and now, now the, the second book is done. You know, I've spent the last, I guess, a uh, couple of months just coloring. And uh, I, I'm excited once, you know, once this crowdfunder is done and once the, uh, the third book kind of comes out i've got some cool ideas of what how how to transition into doing some more like short form stuff that comes out more frequently okay not so like a baboon magazine has always been my dream uh where i can do some prose work um that's what my degree is in so i haven't written uh prose long form prose in a while and and do some baboon stories kind of like doc savage or conan interesting and then tie that put those kind of supplementally into uh stories that are drawn by guest artists and writing things kind of in the harvey kurtzman mad magazine style where i'm giving them full uh thumbnails and then they can just 
go ham on it uh-huh. and uh you know that that's kind of what i think the future of the baboon is while i'm writing the fourth book is just kind of throwing a bunch of things at the at the wall all right and trying to figure out how to do that yeah interesting so so this thing is live for the next couple weeks two weeks roughly because i'm gonna hopefully get this out by tomorrow so this thing is live for two more weeks um it's it's on crowdfunder uh talk me into putting in my credit card information to get this book funded yeah jamie why should people put their credit card information in on crowdfunder to back the baboon and we need uh, manic oh wait wait we need manic video jamie jones <laughs> oh gosh i gotta get into a mode uh let me just uh hey everybody get into uh crowdfunder go over to crowdfunder put your credit card information it <laughs> sounds bad <laughs> um uh back the book because it's it's um it's been a lot of fun to make and i really think that it's uh it is the best thing i've ever done and i that's not just personally me saying that uh my editor also thinks that it's the best thing i've ever done so if you don't trust me trust vita ayala they write comics for marvel uh (laughs) I like how your pitch is someone from <laughs> someone from Marvel likes it, so you should too, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's right. that's that's okay. that's my pitch. Works oh. for me. Let me get, <laughs> let me find my credit card. But dude, I'm so excited for you, man. Like, I really want this to work out. Like, you're you're such a talented guy. You're such a good friend. Uh, your work is it's just it's great. Like, your work is great. Like, you really. You put your heart and your soul into it. You're doing comics the way I feel comics. And again, I don't want to sound like an old man, but you're doing comics the way comics I feel should be done. Mm. You know, like you're telling like, and this sounds corny, but you're telling like good, wholesome stories about like real bad guys and, and, and heroic heroes, like doing impressive shit. Like it's a really great book. It's a really great project. And I want people to get on board with the baboon yeah i i want that too uh <laughs> that sounds sounds like a good idea if you don't listen to vita listen to bobby and if not get, move to fucking hungry that's right <laughs> right like what do you got here in the states really like so you haven't planted any roots in savannah right like <laughs> i am i am mr savannah i don't know what you're talking about really uh, I, I have tried very hard actually uh <laughs> there's i run the drink and draw uh, I just think that's more to drink. <laughs> oh, well, that's all I end up doing. I, I don't. I don't really draw. I'm host. I get to like under the guise of hosting. I don't actually have to draw. So why um, do I feel like it's like a Dean Martin roast or something? It's just you walking around. Hey, baby, it's good to see you. All right, how's that? How's that watercolor? Uh, fix that. Fix that leg. It's wonky. Uh, <laughs> your perspective's off. <laughs> Looks beautiful. Yeah. All right, so you're so so you so Savannah is becoming you. You like Savannah. I love Savannah. I I moved here because I love Savannah. Um, it, it's it's kind of the only place I've ever visited and thought, oh, I could actually live there. And I, I I'm I'm attracted to the city, um, and it's it's been really great. I've made friends with uh, a, a lot of really cool people and and people who are movers and shakers in the city and that's Ooh. a cool thing to to be like to be friends with the cool book owner is is a cool you know is a cool <laughs> thing to have um when the bookshop runs things in town it, it is it is cool that's um, awesome 
and we have a great comic shop here we have uh, neighborhood comics which yeah. is <laughs> one of one of the best comic shops i've ever been to so. that's awesome all right so so i'm glad savannah's working out well for you i want this book to fund hopefully it works itself out uh thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it give us the link it's on crowdfunder um how could what's the easiest way to find this thing that uh that is the easiest way to find the thing the link is uh www.crowdfunder.com that's f-u-n-d-r.com uh forward slash bowtie press and uh that will get you directly to the thing or Follow me on Twitter at Art of Jamie Jones, where I post about it every three hours. <laughs> um. That's such a cruel. That's such a cruel and hard world to post things every three hours. But don't you feel like when you put something up, you get something in return? So it's like, well, it's obviously working, so I got to keep doing it, right? No, yeah. yeah. I, well, I finally have a email list, like a, and that's been great <laughs> just being nice. able to, like today i sent out 220 emails and i was like oh cool that actually that that reached some people <laughs> please put your credit card information in crowdfunder <laughs> yeah don't, like, don't walk away and get distracted that uh <laughs> yes don't yeah please don't uh that's that's going to be the biggest thing is uh you know just getting people to switch over to a to a thing that i i think is uh very valuable Mm -hmm. uh, for the creator they have a lot of stuff on the back end uh that makes it really nice for me you as a as a patron may not see a lot of differences but me as a as the maker as a creator of things i think crowdfunder is going to be super super useful uh in the future that's cool there is um i was talking to somebody at baltimore comic con saying like it's just, it's when Kickstarter becomes a verb, it's, right. it's hard for other companies and, and places to kind of make their name in that space. I feel like there are a few ones trying Zoop crowdfunder. Every, a lot of people are excited about the backer kit one. I guess backer kit's going to do one too. Um, but Kickstarter has a 15 year head start on everybody right yeah. You know? yeah so it's hard it's it's a hard platform to walk away from i mean i give you credit for trying it kevin and i were thinking about it at some point but we got talked back onto kickstarter and i think we made i we made the right choice for us because yeah. that that's where our audience knows us that's where we funded a lot of books so let's already stay here you know right that is the main uh that is the 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 hit that I knew I was going to take when I moved over to a, a newer platform. Uh, but at the same, I, I don't regret it at all. Um, in fact, I think if I was going to run another one, I would do it on Crowdfunder again. Uh, I think there's just different ways to approach it uh, outside of of all crowdfunding a kind of outside of social media it's a, it's just a different thing now here's an odd uh, question did you send out a message to your kickstarter backers about the bad Luna crowdfunding? i did yes oh, i was wondering yeah, yeah, if yeah. that was something that they would let you do off of kickstarter like would they like kind of block that off or uh, that they, they haven't listen i'm not i'm pittance 
right? (laughs) The amount of money I'm making Kickstarter is not enough, I don't think, for them to really uh, notice. But uh, yeah, I did message. And I also have a lot of like email lists from from past crowd uh, Kickstarters that I've done. And that really helps, right? Because then you can just go, hey, direct to your email, this is a new project that I'm working on. Yeah. And that's, I think, the future of I know there's tons of people who have been saying this forever, but especially now with like the state of Twitter and the state of all social media just changing every three weeks. Yeah. Like I started this crowdfunder two two weeks ago. Three weeks ago, Instagram changed. Yeah. And I was like killing it on Instagram. Growth was good. Everything was good. And then three weeks ago, right when I was ready to promote the book, it just all the algorithm changed. So I've been doing a lot more reels. I've been trying to use the system a lot more for them. And it's building building an audience outside of of social media is uh it's like it's like trying to build an audience through your newsletter or right. Yeah. Or having a conversation in white noise. Like you could but I feel like like even with because we switched over if we uh, this we're getting a little inside baseball and we could probably do this off the podcast um, but a lot of people who a lot of people who download this podcast now do it straight through a uh, substack mm-hmm. because right. with substack you can get it delivered right to your inbox like if you're signed up for the word bros podcast the word bros podcast shows up in your inbox and you can't really beat that because you don't have to go to a secondary platform or the, it's just it's right there yeah, you, you know, like you, you see the email, you hit play, and you're listening to the podcast. That's like it's, it's that easy. It, it, that's huge. That's yeah. huge. I think that's more than anything else, right? Uh, even even with people who I, I've talked to, people who who have very successful webtoons, right? We're talking hundred and fifty thousand viewers a, a a strip, right? And I talking to them and they're like, yeah, the fact that I have, I'm able to advertise my webtoons through an email list is more important than just having that viewer count on. It's, it's taking that viewer count off of a site that you don't own. Yeah. And I think bringing that's, it, you know, bringing yeah. it directly to you. Yeah. But, is, I, but that's the, very that's, important. that's the hard part too, though, because I mean, you know, uh, when Facebook was big, you know, it's like Facebook was the internet for some people. Like right, they would right. just go to Facebook. I feel like Twitter and, and Instagram are like that as well. I mean, fuck, we even started a TikTok for God's sakes. And it's I like, know. I don't know what to do on TikTok. Um, I don't know why we have one. But TikTok I feel like, is weird. But I feel like I'm going to play with it and try to figure it out. TikTok, so, so we can do stuff with it? Yeah. TikTok is weird and it is uh, good for getting views. I don't know how much it relates to, uh, you know, it correlates to something bigger, yeah, or or two clicks. But it does, I think, get you some kind of notoriety, um, and you will like just notice and be like, oh, this did well immediately. It's not even that is the thing I do like about TikTok is you can look through past TikToks and go, oh, this got over two thousand views, yeah. This one got a hundred. Yeah, so it's it's a it's 
it's really I gotta I think I'm gonna make one of those videos where I'm pulling at my shirt and the shotgun sounds and then all of a sudden uh I'm I'm wearing no clothes like those apparently do really well on TikTok those do yeah, I and your only fans, like, or like your only videos, fans will shoot right these up. videos like right. this where it's just a hand and like what does a hot 40 year old dad look like and then oh also, that's a really good i'm gonna oh. <laughs> this is uh, you know what I mean? like that's what that's what, that's my that's, tiktok tomorrow yeah. that is my no TikTok no that's my tomorrow. tiktok you can't see our fucking tiktok jamie Listen, jones i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and I'm, I'm not i'm not a hot 40 year old dad I have you're to not, do something else. You're like a I'm 20. Just, you're like a 30. You're 30 now, right? You're in your 30s. I'm 32. Yeah. God, you're yeah. a fuck. Jesus. Um, yeah. Um, but but yeah, he's okay. actually 100 years old. He was frozen yeah, in right. ice. This is yeah. right. I was uh, frozen in ice. He's 132 years old. But <laughs> yeah, to continue that legend. There's there's those. And then I also gonna, I'm going to do a TikTok eventually where it's just me complaining about people not fucking lip syncing the bit properly. Because they go on TikTok and they're like, they have this funny bit their lip syncing from the office or whatever and they just kind of and then make a cute face at the end it's like if you're gonna fucking do the bit do the bit like you just can't you gotta commit pre- to the bit Bob. You can't pretend to lip sync and then just make a funny face at the end commit do to the bit. all of the bits do all of the trending bits that are going on in tiktok <laughs> and then then you plug your book yeah, that's right. That's how TikTok works. Yeah, I think that's how it works, right? Yeah, you might and you, you might get to, you have one to back known. Like I did one of those stupid things where it was just like, here's like, wh- who would you rather marry? And it was like you tilt your head one way and it lights up, and then you can like, and it was just that. I so got who more. Would, who would you I rather? Got more views on who would you rather marry? So who um, would you rather? Who would you rather marry? I ended on Anne Hathaway, which I think is a solid pick. Yeah, it's a solid pick. I could see that. You guys would be a great couple. I think. Hey, so. you know. I think. Have- I think you. What you need to do is the TikTok video where you're like you. You basically a, a different bow tie every like you turn around the different bow tie different bow tie because there it is this like is that's perfect. what you got and then eventually yeah, and then eventually you turn and then it's just you and a bow tie and no shirt on like the ba- holding the I'm baboon gonna, gonna, holding yeah. the baboon over your genitals. Over my- <laughs> <laughs> And and the, and then the Chris Farley like Saturday Night Live skit comes up. You know, no, no, you're not there. Forget what is love, <laughs> baby? Don't hurt me, don't hurt me, no more. Yeah, He's got a baboon cool. book in each hand. There you go. Okay. That's right. That's oh man. I need to you're, talk to y'all about this stuff. More. I mean, you're, you're welcome. We're just, I mean, we're just, we're ideas. just idiots. Yeah. We're just, I mean, idiots. you know, what? I think I'm going to, I'm going to cut that TikTok video right now. I'm going to do the hand thing. And like, what does a hot 44 year old dad look like? And it's just going to be my, my face holding a, our comic book. Do it. That's amazing. Book in front of your face. So nobody knows. Hide, nobody knows hide all of your, like hide the promotional stuff in in the trending TikToks, this is something that I'm like thinking about and discovering in the moment, right? So you like do the stupid, stupid "Who would you rather kiss" thing, but just keep like just hold the book next. Just to have you. a baboon book and then uh, get yeah. lit by trying the, the and, baboon. Like... I'd rather kiss the baboon. I'd rather yeah. kiss the baboon. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. nobody wants to kiss a lich, you know. So it's true. It is. All right, Jamie, you're the best. Um, yeah, you're all the best. Good luck on your crowdfunding campaign. We're rooting for you. Um, go to Crowdfunder. That's crowdfunddoctor, F-U-N-D-R.com, <laughs> and search for fucking Bowtie Press and you'll find it, right? 
Yes. All right. Yeah. I like crowd fun doctor as <laughs> as a way to talk about it. Um, I'm, I'm I'm very good at these things, Jamie. That's like, fantastic. Yeah, you can tell you worked in radio. Just you know, well, because crowdfunder with no dr that sounds weird, right? So crowdfund doctor, like, yeah. that's how it spells. Crowdfund doctor dr boom right there. Get your books and get your crowdfund doctor put in, and put in that credit card information. Crowdfund doctor Jamie. Even though they yeah, should yeah. have they should have a PayPal button that you could and, just click on PayPal. That would be cool too. Maybe and, talk to somebody over there. And damn it, watch that TikTok video where he changes bow ties because it'll go on for like ten minutes. Yeah, there's 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 so many now. I believe it. I, I think I I'm at 15. That's awesome. So there you go. You could you could do two videos. Do one I video. Could. Yes, that's what you should do because TikTok is like what two minutes? Like you get two minutes. That's so, a long yeah. time to watch somebody. Is it? It is. I would do I would do an eight like second seconds. video. Of there you go. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. There you go. You or just do you it. wearing the bow tie with the boom, 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 and then bow ties on with no pants. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's what people want to see on TikTok. And then for some reason, as soon as you sign up for TikTok, those are the videos you get shown immediately. So all you're thinking is like, is this site just for like ladies and gentlemen who kind of want to do porn, but not really? Like, I'm not really, <laughs> just, like, I don't know I'm, what this is. I'm just imagining Jamie Jones sliding into a room like Tom Cruise, but he turns around instead of sunglasses, he's got a bow tie on, like, and then he just keeps on doing the slide in with the bow tie and he just picks the bow tie and then boom, another slide. It's perfect. Gosh. Old time rock and roll playing. Oh, man. All right, just oh, just go do a bunch of blow and make TikTok videos all day. <laughs> like, it'll be great. Sure. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jamie Jones. Ladies and gentlemen, Bobby and Kevin. Nobody's going to clap for that. Nobody cares about us, Jamie. It's not about suck. us. It's not about us. It's about you. This fucking guy sucks. No, it's about you. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com.